6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Chelsea Bird actually broadcasting live from Ice District Plaza ahead of Game 5 of the Battle of Alberta. I know we're all really excited about this one, and we are going to talk more Oilers as the afternoon goes on. But right now, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and talk to the winner of Survivor. Did you watch the finale last night? Because we crowned a Canadian winner for Survivor 42. Marianne Oketch took home the big $1 million prize last night, and she is the second Canadian to win the game. She's the second black woman to win the game, and I'm so excited to chat with her about how it all felt. So, I mean, just to begin, Marianne, what was what was this crazy experience even like? Oh my goodness, it was a whirlwind. It was, it was like just being able to go and see my family and my friends at the after party. And like it's been so much media today, but like even going and like just like in the break chatting with them, it's been very great. Now, just to break down sort of the logistics of how this has all worked, because Survivor is, some, is something that's filmed and then it airs after it's all been produced and, and put together after the fact. So how long have you been back in the real world since playing the game? Oh my goodness, I think it's been around like 11 months. So I've been sitting on this for a while. <laughs> so do you have to keep all of the results a, a, a total secret until until it finally goes to air? How do you even do that? Oh, a complete secret. But the, thing, the way that you do that is that you know that you can either tell someone how you did or you can let them enjoy that experience. Because mm. Especially since I won. And my parents and my family are big fans. It's like I can let them experience me winning and really enjoy that full journey together. And that's something that I wanted them to be able to enjoy. It must be so strange to watch it back then, you know, to think that it's almost been a year since you've had this experience. I mean, is it kind of like going backwards and, and reliving something that you've, you've almost put on a shelf and, and put down? What is that experience like to watch it back so many months after the fact? Oh my goodness, it's so interesting because it's like you're going back to the mindset a little bit about where you were before, and it's like you're back on that island for a little bit, and you're back and feeling those feelings. But the good thing I feel is about being, um, having to wait so long before it is that I had such a long time to be able to process exactly what happened on the island, so I was mentally ready to go and watch myself play. Yeah, I would I would imagine you would need, you know, like <laughs> some some immersive therapy or something to kind of like ready yourself to relive that experience and and to go back and and you know just watch back something that obviously was so profound to experience which I can't wait to hear your perspective of. So let's get into the game a little bit because you were in my opinion you were an exceptional player and someone that I was cheering for from the very beginning, because you, Marianne, you really stood out. I mean, it, from the beginning, your personality and obviously your social game was one that I think fans saw and said, okay, she's she's either going to make it really far because of those social skills or she's going to stand out so much that she's going to be a target. Did you worry about you know, having a really large and, you know, fun-loving and energetic personality, did you worry that that was going to put a big target on your back? And did you feel like you kind of had to rein that in a little bit at some point in the game? Oh, so I know that I have a very big fun and like big personality, but also I know that sometimes that personality can be grating for some people. <sighs> so that was actually like my hope that like I would be fun, but not too, too fun where people are like, oh, she's so likable, we can't let her get to the end. <sighs> So 
you know, when um, Jonathan was annoyed by me, that was like, you know, even though it was annoying that he was annoyed by me, that was still a good thing because it's like, oh, she's great, but she's not that great. So people, it would really let me like lie under the radar for a longer hmm. time. You, you seemed to be, you know, in kind of a, a strange relationship with with Jonathan as the show went on because he also of course had a big personality I mean this is survivor every single person there you know is the kind of the, lar- the largest person in the room a lot of big personalities on that beach but you know with you and Jonathan it sort of seemed like it was a relationship where you were working together some of the time and then sort of at odds in other moments how did you how did you balance that and was it hard to sort of bite your tongue and not sort of say exactly what you were really thinking about some of the things that he was saying and the ways that he was acting? Yeah, so sometimes in the way that Jonathan would go and frustrate me, I knew that, especially in the pre-merge, that Jonathan had more power because he was just more physical. Hmm. So there were times when I'd be frustrated at Jonathan, but I'd be like, oh, it's so lucky that he's able to go and be so physical because no one's going to want to throw him out. Um, luckily, though, at the merge, when there were more people to talk to, we were able to go like it's like a brother sister relationship, you know, you can't you can't stand your brother. So the master we were able to go and separate more and then be able to like discuss more and like because we had like our time apart so then like start liking each other again. Are there people that you played the game with that you are surprised that you're close to now that the show is over? Oh, no, I was friendly with everyone on the island. I'm friendly with everyone off the island. We're all we're all very very close. Well, and it's because it's such an it's such a weird experience to go through with people, and they're the only ones that can that can relate to it. I'm curious about your relationship with Lindsay because she was someone who you could potentially have taken to the end. You went to the final tribal council with a hidden immunity idol that you were thinking about playing. For Lindsay, which would have changed the outcome of who ended up in the final three. Why did you choose not to use that immunity idol on her and then let her get sent home? Yeah, so my fear about using the idol on Lindsay is because Lindsay had such a great all-around game. Mm. But another thing as well, too, is that she was a very lucky player where Toy Shawn Reduct didn't work at Toy's Tribal, so she was fake, or she chose the right box in um, the do or die, so she was safe again. And my fear was that she would be able to go to final travel and be like, oh, but I had so much luck in the games and like my strategy also helped my luck where I didn't even know Marianne had an idol. I'm lucky, but because of my social game, I was able to make her use the idol for me even though she didn't know that I had one. Was there a moment, Marianne, that you thought, okay, this is, this is it. I think I'm going to win the game. And what was that? So I felt... Um, Coming in, when Romeo decided to take me to the end, I felt as if I had a good chance of winning. A better chance if it was Jonathan with me, a smaller chance of, like, a still good chance, but a like, smaller chance if Mike was there at the end. Um, when I got to Final Tribal and people were so, like, talking to Mike, like, a lot, I was so worried because I'm like, oh, I must have miscalculated. But then later at the end of Tribal, when I was able to articulate myself better, I was like, oh, so I do still have a chance of winning. So it really wasn't until that final Tribal Council that you thought, okay, this, it could be me? little bit at the final four tribal then i would waver that tribal but at the end of the tribal i thought oh wow it can be me what a, what a weird thing to be experiencing and thinking about you know when you're already dealing with so many elements just just natural elements that are making life so difficult for you what was the most challenging part was it was it the mental load of 
playing the game of Survivor? Was it the physical elements of being outside and actually having to survive? I mean, what take me into that that headspace of what that's like to be on that beach and just be in, in a position none of us can relate to. Of course. I feel as if there were two hard things. Number one, for the physical aspect, I hate being wet with a burning passion. So, like, that was such a hard thing where it's like knowing that I'm like when it's raining and it's wet and you don't know when you're going to be dry again. That was so difficult for me. And then another thing as well is like for the mental, um, especially like after voting at Omer, I didn't really have like, I was like Omer's number one and he was my like number one for mm-hmm. so long in the game. And not having that rock, I was just like, it was just basically just voting just based off of strategy at that point, like where I just didn't, I really couldn't have an emotional attachment with the people because I knew I had to win if I took over out. How do you reconcile that though? Like, because when you're playing a game like Survivor, you're doing things in the game that would be seen as negatives in real life, you know, to, to kind of lie and manipulate and go behind people's backs. I mean, we would look at those qualities and we would say that that would make you, you know, not necessarily a great person, but in the game of Survivor, you know, there's no, there's no rules those those qualities and those moves are really celebrated so how did you kind of reconcile you know having to do what you needed to do for the game and still remaining you know true to your own morals going into it yeah of course i think that in the game a lot of people in the game realize that there is a game and that these strategic moves that have to be strategy and not because of hating the person mm. and i think one of the ways that i really found that it's like i I made sure that I was very kind and like treated everyone with dignity and respect when I was on the island, so that they knew that like if I was one of them out, it's just because it was a big game, not because I hated them or anything. Which I think is why, you know, you're such a, uh, you were such a likable player and you're such a likable winner. I mean, I think anybody can look at that result and say, yeah, you absolutely deserve it. I can be happy for this result. We want to celebrate your success, celebrate your win. Are you, are you a different person now, Marianne, than you were when you went into playing the game? Because obviously the game is a huge challenge and now it's been quite some time since it's even happened. So how are you different now? I feel like the one thing is that I'm more self-assured and I, and I don't try to self-sabotage myself more. Like, I talked about it, like, about how I wanted to bring Lindsay to the end, even though I knew that I couldn't be, like, there was a chance that I was able to beat her. But I did that because I liked her, because it would have given me, like, a reason, oh, I lost because Lindsay was there. So, like, I feel like in everything that I do, I really just put my all into it, whether it turns out great or not. Would so. you play it again? Maybe not now, but maybe later. <laughs> awesome. Well, Marianne, that's all the time, unfortunately, that we have with you. Such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you.